0: Today is the fourth month, fourth week, or fourth Sunday of the month of Abib. And the Church, uh, Church Fathers, by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, they put us like a very special meal for every month. And there is like a theme, a common theme, that is uh, the Church read during the liturgies, all the readings of the Church during that month. So the month of Abib, because we have the Feast of the Apostles during that month, so the church prepared this meal or the readings of the month of Abib concerning the service, the preaching, the mission of the apostles. So I'll give you an example. Like in the very first week of the month, the first Sunday of the month of Abib, the the church was... uh, The Lord Jesus picked the 12 disciples in the Gospel of the Vesper and the 70 apostles in the Gospel of the Liturgy. So it's the mission, it's the service, it's go preach, go reach out for the people, tell them the word of God. The second Sunday of the month of Abib was talking about... uh, let's say, stumbling blocks in the service. So the people during their service, or the apostles themselves, fell into this kind of trap from Satan. Who is greater? Who is greater in the kingdom of heaven? And the Lord Jesus knew their thoughts and He picked a little child among them. And He said that if you didn't turn to be like this child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So that was a stumbling block, even in service. Even the servants are facing traps and facing uh, temptations from Satan and might feel proud of their service and their position in service. The third Sunday that was last week, the, if you remember, that was the gospel of feeding the multitude. So when the Lord Jesus is in the midst of his church, he is fulfilling all the needs. He is the source of satisfaction of the church. That was last week, feeding the multitude. Today, as you just heard the gospel, it was about raising Lazarus from the dead. and This gospel was meant to show something Uh, Yes, it's it's, uh, the, the church preaching resurrection, that's correct. But it's always showing the other side of what if the Lord is absent from the church? How will it look like the church if the Lord Jesus is not there? And this is the situation that Mary and Martha were facing today. The Lord was not there. It's sadness, uh, it's death, and once the Lord is there, resurrection happened. So I want just to focus uh, or talk to you about three topics from the gospel of today. Sometimes I, I want you, uh, in, in, in those three steps or these three points I want to talk about, I want you to understand how God accepts our prayer, or how God interacts with our prayer. If you remember that Lazarus was sick, and the two sisters, Mary and Martha, sent to the Lord Jesus, he was somewhere else, I don't know how far was that, but it seems that it, was, it took him quite some time to go back, go back to Bethany, like, because after he arrived to Bethany, he found that the uh, Lazarus already dead and uh, buried for four days. So it seems that the Lord Jesus was far away. But the, the, the gospel says something else. The, the gospel said that the two sisters, Mary and Martha, sent to the Lord Jesus and told him, The one whom you love is sick. What, what is this? If you're talking to God Himself asking a request, what is this? It's a prayer. They are praying for their brother, their sick brother. They asked Him for, to come and heal them, or to, to heal him, or to at least He can heal him from afar. And they knew that. So the Lord Jesus immediately, after, they, after He heard that Lazarus is sick, this is, uh, this is an important point. God hears the prayer immediately and interacts with it immediately. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. So God interacts immediately with this request. Wait wait a minute. You know that is someone is sick. Let's move quickly. Let's go and try to save him. Let's uh, interact immediately and, and uh, go and help those two sisters because they are so helpless. They have nobody else. So here is the point number one. Point number one is about God's timing. God's timing is completely different than our timing. When we go and pray and we attend the liturgy and put the request uh, in a small little paper on the altar, we expect that we go out of the liturgy, the problem is solved. If we have any kind, like, any kind of trouble in, at home, at work, in service, once we pray, we feel that It should be solved the next day or immediately. That's good. That's faith. But sometimes the timing of God is different than the way we think. So, the Lord Jesus intentionally, after he heard that Lazarus is sick, he stayed two more days where he was. So, does this tell you something? It is we we don't understand god, god's timing sometimes we go and ask god uh god i am having problems at work financial problems work problems problems in in relationships and god still didn't reply or didn't interact but this doesn't stop us from keep praying Because we do not know exactly. God knows the perfect timing. And he prepares and he will respond to this prayer in the right, perfect time. For him, not for us. He knows exactly what is perfect for us. So the Lord Jesus arrived to Bethany. And immediately Mary and Martha, they met him. Uh, Martha met him like before he reached the house. And, he, and she told him, the Lord, Lord, if you were here, my brother would haven't died. Mary said the same thing after like, she came from the house and met the Lord. Lord, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. And this is sometimes, this is a prayer that we talk to God about. Sometimes we doubt that God is listening. Sometimes we doubt that God is around sometimes without that he is he even cares and we in our prayers we we ask him and we tell him lord if you had been here i wouldn't have failed this test lord if you have been here i wouldn't have this problem at work lord if you had been here i wouldn't have this health issue lord if you had been here I wouldn't have these troubles with my family and my kids and my, the people I'm serving with. Lord, if you had been here, Lord, if you had been here, Lord, if you had been here, a lot of prayers that comes from our heart. Lord, if you had been here, why are we facing such troubles? Again, it is about timing. The prayer was heard. And God decided what he will do remember the lord jesus knew that lazarus was sick he knew that lazarus died and he said that to his disciples but the most important thing that he knew that he will raise lazarus from the dead he was preparing this and he was planning for all this so god has the plan and god has the timing But we have to to have faith in this, and we have to believe in it. Did you get the chance to to get like a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle, uh, 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle, and open the box, put it on the kitchen table or the dining table? 500, 1,000 pieces all on the table? You have no clue how to start from where to start sometimes we look at our lives this way where to start only one person has the final picture in his mind is the one who painted the picture but for us where to start solving where to start putting the jigsaw puzzle together Uh, it may take us some time to figure it out but only one The one who painted it or the one who put it together first, the first time, is the one who has the whole entire picture. And in this example, that is God himself. God always looking for our benefit and working for our eternal life. This is his plan. His plan for us is to inherit eternal life. He's not looking for like uh, an earthly, timely uh, satisfaction or success. The ultimate goal for God for us is eternal heaven, that we all join Him at the end. So, no matter what happens here on earth, is temporary. It it will not last long. But as much as we go and believe, this is and have patience and. And understand his goals he will take us the next step and step by step he will get us there up to eternal heaven to eternal life with him in heaven so we have to understand that God is working on long term plans not short term plans the long term plan is heaven short term plan for us is our daily bread, our daily life what we do on a daily basis. This is short-term plans. And he's there also. But the long-term one one is eternal life. The second point, the first point is timing. The second point I want to talk to you about is hold your peace while, while God is in charge. Holding your peace, like once you put or submit your case on the altar or in a, in a prayer, God heard it already. And he will work. Keep praying till you get a solution that satisfies your anger or satisfies your, yourself. And God, with the solution, will get you the peace of the solution. Because it's a divine solution— it will always come with heavenly peace with it. Look at the gospel of today. What was the solution? Mary and Martha, when they saw the the Lord Jesus, they started blaming him. If you've been here, my brother would have not died. And they started blaming God that he was late. And when he went to the tomb, Martha said that, It's already too late. What are you going for? What what are you doing? Why are you doing this? It's already too late. Hold your peace. Don't get angry. It is... I know it's hard to see things are falling apart in your life, but it's... you submitted the case. Leave him work. Let him do it the right way. Why are we going to the tomb? Why are we asking these people to remove the stone from the tomb? Why? 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 Stop saying why. Hold your peace, and God is in charge. He is working. One thing that uh, Martha said that, that was really surprising. That she said she said, "Yeah, his has been like his. That's a stench, like or his." In another translation, he's he's rotten. It's useless. It's, there's no way that you can get out of this. Whom are you talking to? You're talking to God himself. You can't tell God there is no way. You can't tell God it is too late. You can't tell God that you can't do it. No, he can't. He is the resurrection and life. He, th- he told Martha, I am the resurrection. If he can... Get some raise someone from the dead, he can do anything else in your life. This is an important part. Hold your peace, hold your peace while have faith and hold your peace while facing the problem because God is in charge and he will work in the solution. The last thing that. I want to talk about is, remove the stone. Remove the stone, do your part. If you remember, in the Old Testament, the Israelites, when were they going through Jericho, they, did, they were not men of war, by the way, and they didn't have tools or any weapons or anything to destroy the high walls of Jericho. But in seven days, the entire city walls fell down. How did they do that? They kept going around the city seven days, one time per day, and the seventh day they went all around the city seven times. This is all what I can do. But the, the victory came from God himself. So remember Jericho. Remember today, the resurrection of Lazarus. All what I can do is to remove the, the stone from the tomb. All what I can do is to stand and pray. All what I can do with a, a bad relation, that I, can, I try to be nice, I try to take the second mile, I try to submit, I try to be humble, do my part and leave the divine part with, to God and he will take, the, take care of this problem I can't raise Lazarus from the dead I can't destroy the walls of Jericho I can't do a lot of things but God the one who is in charge can do it but he's asking me to do the simple part the simplest part is to be number one I believe in his timing. Number two is to hold my peace. And the last thing is to do the simplest part he's asking me to do. Today is like in the Pauline epistle to live according to the gospel. This is a simple, the simplest part. Yes, we need, of course, the power of God to live according to the gospel. But this is a simple part. The miracle is not mine, I can't do it. I can obey the gospel, I can live according to the gospel, and I can keep on praying over and over and over. Many years, like St. Augustine, his mother kept praying for him, about 20 years. She believed that St. Augustine will change from a bad person to be a saint and to be a bishop in the church. Prayers work miracles. Do the part, the simplest part. Put a candle. Put the paper on the altar. Attend the liturgy. Be nice. Live according to the gospel. The simplest small things. And when God sees that we are faithful doing these simplest things, He will definitely work miracles in our lives. And glory be to God forever.